Greetings and welcome back to another and ongoing series of Shirim and Daf Yomi. We're now in Masachet Kitin Daf Ayin Dalad Amud Aleph. Harezi Kitech Manachetini Limataim Zuz. Harezum Gureshet Vititain. The focus of our sugya will be on Gitin and on conditional Gitin and how the condition affects the status of the get until the condition is fulfilled. So this is Mishnah He. So the divorce is valid, and she has to give the money. What that exactly means, subject to machloket between Amoraim, as we'll see in our Gemara. But if he puts a time limit on it, then if she gives him the money within the time limit, that's very straightforward. But if he left it open-ended, then we have the vititain. He quotes a story that seems to disconnect from our Mishnah, he uh, he said he wanted his cloak back. So he said, the get is valid if you give me my cloak back. And the cloak got lost. Chacham said, so she can pay the money and thereby fulfill the tonight. Now, keep in mind our famous statement that we're going to run into in this sugya that Rabbi Yochanan said, Anywhere that Yosef and Shem Gamliel's name show up in our Mishnah, Halacha Kemoto, that Saidan mentioned there is this one. We do not rule like Rosh Hashanah. This is one of the three exceptions to the rule. Okay, my vetitain. What does it mean vetitain? Uh, in the Mishnah uh, of Hunamar vehititain, meaning the get is good and she owes money. The get is only good when she gives the money. So my benayu, what's the difference between them? It's fairly straightforward. If in between the time he gave her the get and the time that she paid him the money, the get got lost or the get got destroyed, got torn up, Ravuna said she owes him the money, she doesn't need another get, the get was given, she's divorced, and now she gives him another, she has to get, she doesn't need another get. who said that the get's not valid until she gives the money, she doesn't need another get. Okay, okay. We have a parallel Mishnah and, uh, and analysis in the context of Kiddushin. You're to me. I give you a certain amount of money. The Kiddushin are valid and he has to give it. And again, Again, we have the same comment. What does it mean? V'yitain. Rafuna mar v'huyitain. Rafuna says the same thing. He owes her the money. The Kedushin are only valid when he gives the money, according to Rav Yehuda. So my benayu there, what's the difference? In the meantime, she accepted Kedushin from another. Ravuna says he owes her the money. It's just a, a tanai, I mean a gift that he's going to give her. He owes her the money, but in the meantime she's married to him. She accepts Kedushin from somebody else, it's meaningless. It's only valid when he gives her the money. Only when he gives her the money, the Kedushin is valid. The Kedushin are not valid now, so therefore she accepted Kedushin from another. In the meantime, she's Mekudeshet to him, and this guy's off the table. Now, Utsricha, we need their, their Machloket in both cases. Why D.E. Ashman and Gabi Kedushin, if we only had it in Kedushin... So I would have reasoned of a hakamer of There, of says it's not a condition. After all, he's trying to bring her closer there and creating a marriage. So of course he wants to marry her, and he's just saying, "I'll pay you money." That's how Rav Huna would interpret it. But in the case of Gerushin, where he's divorcing her and they're separating, 
Maybe he means that he, he agrees with Rav Yehuda that the fellow means an actual condition and the get is not valid until she gets it. If we only had the Machlok in Gerushin, so I'd say, Here, Rav Huna says, in the case of Gerushin, because she's not embarrassed to come and claim money from him. In other words, they're getting divorced, so she's not going to have an emotional difficulty coming to him and saying, you owe me money. After all, they're already separated. But if in the case of Kiddushin, she'll be embarrassed. It's her new husband. She's not going to start taking him to court. Perhaps he agrees with Rav Yehuda that the Kiddushin are only valid when the money is given. Okay, good. And parenthetically, we have another Kiddushin. If I only had Kiddushin, I would say that it's only in the case of Kiddushin that Rav Yehuda makes it a conditional act. Again, the same reason that she'd be embarrassed to sue him, and therefore, clearly, um, it's meant as a condition that Kiddushin are not valid until he gives the money. We just flip it inside out and say, in the case of Gerushin, I would think he agrees with Ravuna because she won't be embarrassed to come and ask for it. And again, I say, if the, I only had the Machloket and Gerushin, there I would say Rav Yehuda says it's only when she gives the money, because they're separating. So again, the same argument inside out. Now, therefore I need the Machloket to be explicitly stated in both cases. Let's challenge this entire piece. This challenge is going to be against Rav Yehuda. A guy says, this is the get, on condition that I give you my time zoo, so it's flipped. Even though the get does destroyed before he gave her the money, the divorce is valid. She cannot marry anybody else until he gives the money. And clarifies it. But the divorce is valid, and you don't need another get. We have another bright that says, And he died before she gave him the money. So what's her status? If she gave him the money, then the get was 100% valid. There's no Zika. If she didn't give the money, then she's Kukali Avam. But she can, even after his death, she can give the money to one of the relatives. Um, and that will constitute fulfilling the condition. Now, on kan lo pligi eladamar savar livuloli or shai. The only machloket here is that chachamim think when he says give it to me, he means me, but not to my krovim, not to my relatives. Umar savar liv afilu or shai. And Rosh Hashanah says when he, the husband made a condition to give me the money, meant me or my estate. That's fine. So that means that according to Rosh Hashanah, the condition is fulfilled if the money is given to his relatives. But everybody agrees that it's a it's a a tanah ba'alma, and that we say the gerushin are valid immediately. So tiyuf to the Rav Yehuda. So Rav Yehuda therefore has been challenged. Amalech Rav Yehuda is here. Is what Rav Yehuda would answer. Hamani Rabbi he says. You know the author of that bright is that's Rabbi. Anytime you say unconditioned, what you mean is that when it happens, it becomes retroactive. But the Rabbanon disagree with Rebbe, and they say Almanat means only when it happens, not retroactive. And my position is like that of Rabbanon. All right, Vyamar of Zera, Kiavina Bavel. Zera says, when I was back in Bavel in the old days, Amrinan, we used to say, Hadam Ravuna Rebbe. This statement, anybody who says Almanat, it's like they made it retroactive. 
Uh, we've stated that the Rabbanon disagree with that. It's not a consensus. Kisliki, when I made Aliyah, Ashkachte the Rabbi Asi, the Yoti Vakamrishmed Rabbi Yochanan, I found Rabbi Asi, the Talmud Muvaka for Yochanan repeating, Hakom Odim Baomer Amanat Komer Miyakshav Dami. He disagreed, and he said that everybody agrees with that statement of Rabbi. That anytime you say Amanat, it's like you said Miyakshav. The only machloket, as you saw in the previous podcast, was when somebody says, Rebbe says that that's a good get, and Chacham says, get ve no get. And as we saw in the previous podcast, in the context of Rebbe and Rebbe Yossi, how they rejected each other's uh, unique kitten. And Rebbe Huda, who says that their machloket is about almanat, so if we we know from the bright that Rabbi and Chacham disagreed about but according to Rabbi Yehuda, the way we answered it, said they also disagree about Almanat, because he's got to say that Rabbanan disagree, unlike Rabbi Yochanan said in Eretz Yisrael, Rabbanan disagree with Rabbi and say Almanat is not Kimiachshav, and my position is like Rabbanan, that's the only way Rabbi Yehuda can be saved there. So if that's the case, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that Rabbi and, Rab- and Rabbanan disagree both about, both about Mehayom Al-Achamita and about Almanat, then Adami Palgi B'Mehayom Al-Achamita, Palgi B'Almanat L'Hodiyach HaKochot Rabbi. Why don't we have them be cholik about Almanat to show you that in, even in Almanat, Rabbi is willing to say it's retroactive. So let them have the machloket of both to show you how extreme Rebbe's position is that even Almanat is retroactive and show me how that even that's not retroactive. The answer is that we prefer to show the koach to hetera, which is to show you that Rebbe even says uh, is, is, uh, is a valid get. And that's called, called koach to hetera. Okay, that's how Rav Yehuda would answer it. Good. In the Mishnah, we said, If she gives it within 30 days, it's valid. If not, not. It's Pshita. It's, it's straight obvious that if she doesn't get it within 30 days, the condition hasn't been fulfilled. Maybe we would think that the guy's 30 days, he didn't really mean 30 days, and if it's on day 31, it's no good. Um, he just said 30 days to try to get her to get it done at some point. But if she gets it done in 45 days, he won't mind. Kamash Malan, therefore, teaches that 30 days has to be taken very seriously. Okay, I'm going to Gamliel. And we have this story about Maaseh but Saidan. All right, so the fellow who, um, uh, the story of the fellow who said, uh, who said to his wife, this is your get on condition you give me the cloak. The cloak was lost. And the corner of Mishim Gamliel, Chum said that she could pay him the value. Okay, my Tanadiktani Maaseh, where'd this story come from? So, again, as we often find with the Maaseh that seems to be disjointed from the part of the Mishnah, the earlier part of the Mishnah, there's a deficiency in the Mishnah. And here's what it should read. If instead of asking for money, he asked for a particular object, and the object is lost, he meant really the cloak, and therefore the condition can't be fulfilled. Shem Gamliel disagrees and says, lo et she should give him the money. Shem Gamliel ma'asen, nami b'tzaydan, and Shem Gamliel then invokes the story, and there he brings the story to support the idea that in lieu of the object that was the condition to make the, the, the return of which is the condition to make the get valid, she can give the money.
Now, Rabbi Asim Rabbi Yochanan. Now that we have this machloket, Rabbi Asi asked Rabbi Yochanan, the guy gives her a get on condition she gives him money, and then he turns around and he's mochal the money. Mahu. Normally we would say, mechila, that's as if he got the money, and therefore the get should be valid immediately. But tiboy the Rabbanan, tiboy the the truth is you could ask this according to Rabbanan, who seemed to insist on on paying back the cloak and say here they may say it's still valid and Rosham Gamliel who is more flexible and allows paying money instead of the cloak may here not be so flexible let's see to buy the rabbanon ad kan lo perhaps the rabbanon insisted you pay the cloak lo achla gaba because the fellow wasn't mochel anything and so their understanding was he wants the cloak and nothing but the cloak aval hacha hakam la mechuli mechuli lach here he was mochalit, so therefore she doesn't have to pay it. flip it. Maybe Rashbag only says that it's valid when she pays the money because she appeased him with money instead of the cloak. but then not paying anything that won't work because his original condition when he gave the get was that she should pay him money, and that's not going to happen at all. So that's what they asked Rabbi Yochanan. Amarlei, Rabbi asked Rabbi Yochanan. He said back, He said the get is no good. If the guy's mochal, it's no good unless she pays the money. Now, Eiteve, let's challenge that. Haomer lechaver konam shatan neheneli im iatanotein levni kor echad shalchitin ushde chaviot shalyayin. We saw this a little while ago in Darim. A fellow says to another fellow, You are mudar hanami many. You can't get hanar from me unless you come and give my son uh, food and wine, a barrel of food, of, of, uh, of chitin, of wheat, and uh, two barrels of wine, whatever the amount is. Rameir Omer Asur Adshitin. Rameir says there's no way out of it until the guy brings the stuff. There's an Isur uh, Hanar. Let's say the fellow made the netter can get out of it without a chacham there. How? He can say, you know what, let's consider it as if you brought the barrel. I'm mochalit, basically, and the netter's flipped. Which means that it should be that when the guy says, here's your get on condition to give me 200 zoos, and then he says, forget about it, it should be forgotten and the get should be good right away. Question is that the same. You have to remember, in the case of the get, he's giving the get and demanding money. He's trying to harass her. That's part of what his mentality is. And he didn't successfully do that, which means his original gift of the get now has been thwarted. But in the case of the ned there, he needed something for his son, and now he doesn't need it anymore. Hey, they, they, his son didn't have any food, and suddenly his son found food. Whatever the reason is. Now, we hear a case in which this split is, apl- is applied. A fellow said to a sharecropper, Everybody else has the custom that the sharecropper has to water three times and gets to eat one quarter of the proceeds. We have, we have a drought, so I'm going to ask you to water four times, and I'm going to make be nice, I'm going to give you a third of the proceeds. So you're going to get more. What happened? He watered three times, and then the sofatamitra, then it rained, so he didn't need to water a fourth time. It's basically like Mechila. So Rav Yosef Halodala, Rav Yosef Paskin, the fellow didn't water the fourth time, can't get the third. Ramba Amar, he can get the fourth, but he can't get the extra twelfth. That would be the difference. Ramba Amar, Halodzericha. Rabbi said he didn't need to water, and therefore it's like Mechila, and therefore he should get the third, uh, the, the higher percentage of the, of this, of the yield. So Lame Rav Yosef Damar Krabon and Rabba Damar Kamishim Gamliel. So let's suggest that Rav Yosef, 
who says that the condition is a condition, and like in our Mishnah, the cloak wasn't returned, that Rav Yosef saying like Rav Anan, and Rabbah is saying Rav Gamliel, who says that, okay, it wasn't needed. Vatispra, think about it. First of all, we hold like Rabbah in this Machloket. And we happen to know, as I pointed out earlier, that we do not rule like Rav Gamliel in this particular case, uniquely, I mean, relatively uncommonly, uh, we do not lo- rule like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel in this case. So then that can't jibe. We can't say Rabbi holds like Rabbi Gamliel. We pass like Rabbi and I'm like Rabbi Shimon Gamliel. Eliolam Karabonan must be the Rabbi of Yosef. Both hold like Rabbanan. Of Yosef Karabonan, that's smooth. For Rabbi Marlacha, here's how Rabbi would answer that he also holds like Rabbanan. Anam Rafila Rabbanan. Ad kon lakam Rabbanan hatam. Where? Why did the Rabbanan insist the guy has to, re- she has to return the real cloak? Ella de litzurikamichvin. After all, he's trying to harass her. So she has to give what he asked for. Here it's the same deal. Here he just needed to have his thing watered. Now he doesn't need water. God watered it for him. It rained. Okay. This uh, little bit of an intro to this. The uh, I'm pointing out the psukim in Parsha Bahar. The Torah says that if a man uh, sells his house in a walled city, he has one year to buy it back. After twelve months, the sale is complete. So what a person would normally do if they bought the house is on the 12th, at the end of the 12th month, they would hide so the buyer couldn't find them, the seller couldn't find them, to get it back. He would take the money and throw it into the into the uh, to the office there. The, he bust the door open to go into the house. Whenever the other fellow wants to, the buyer wants to, the seller wants to, he can go and get his money. Right? This is this is the background. From this takana we can infer. What do we see from here? That Hillel said, you throw the money against the will of the guy who's receiving it, it's still a gift. So, R- R- Rava says, from there we can infer that if a guy says, Harezegitech, on condition that you give me Matayim Zuz, and she gives it to him, Mida'ato, meaning, and he accepts it willingly, Megureshet, al but if he doesn't want to accept it, and I'm a Gureshet, it shouldn't be good. She can't activate the get. Why? Since Hillel had to make this takana, so you see that normally giving a gift against the will of the recipient is not a gift. He made a special takana there. So Matgav Papa Papa challenged Rav and said, Maybe he only had to make the takana when the recipient was not in his presence. In other words, maybe normally a gift given against the will of the recipient is valid, unless he's not there. Here, the seller's not there, so you throw it in the office, it's considered to be his. And therefore, if the woman comes up and shoves the money into the fellow's hand, it's valid. That's one way. The economy, some people read it as an inverted discussion. Amarabi, talking about Shel Hillel, what do we infer from Hillel? If he give, if she gives him the money against his will, it's Natina. And Hill only had to make the takana for a case where the seller is not present, the recipient. But perhaps if the seller is present, shoving the money into his hands or or taking it willingly, either way, it's valid. 
So Mazgar Papa, according to this, what Papa challenged it the opposite way. Maybe even in his presence. It has to be uh, with the will and concept of the recipient. About the absence of the fellow, because that was the case that was normally happening there. But perhaps, uh, perhaps a, uh, a uh, forced reception of money uh, is, uh, is not valid even if the fellow is there. Okay, so now, parenthetically, and not so parenthetically at all, the statement that I mentioned earlier, every time Shem Gamliel's opinion shows up in the Mishnah, the Halacha follows that opinion, and we're not concerned with Arev and Raya but Saidan is our case. Okay. Um, Continuing on on this theme of the issue of Halachakam Shemigam Liel, the bright is now brought. If a guy gives a woman a get and says, I'm giving you the get, but the paper belongs to me, then in a Magresh, she has to have possession of the get. There's no get in there. I'm not sure if he says, on condition you return the get to me, then Magresh. Now, what's the reason for that? Why do we distinguish? Rav Chista says the author of that must be Rishim Gamliel. In the case of the cloak in our Mishnah, he said you could pay the money. What could happen is he said, I'm giving you the get, I'm not that you can return the paper to me. She can't really do that, but she may then be able to say, paper was worth $5, I'll give you $5, and that will be valid according to Rishim Gamliel, and if he accepts it, that's fine. Now, Matkifla Abaye, Abaye says as follows, perhaps only made his ruling when the cloak isn't around anymore. And therefore, the, the husband wants something, so he gets money. Since when did he apply it, even when the case, when the cloak is around? She could say, here, take $200 instead of the cloak. So that shouldn't work. You know who the author of that statement is? The one that we just read that distinguish between I keep the paper or you have to give back the paper, it's Reb Meir. Reb Meir simply famously in the Mishnah, in the third chapter of Masach Kedushin, says that any time you make a condition on something, the condition has to be doubled. And here the deficiency simply is that he didn't say, uh, this is your get is valid if you return the paper to me, and if you don't return the paper to me, the get's not valid. Therefore, we ignore the tenai. That's a little strange because then the statement should be until he doubles the tenai. Fachalach pila tenai. So Matkiv Rava, so Rava challenges says Tamdalach kafla tenai. You think the only problem is that he didn't double the tenai? Where there's five rules of time all learned from the same place. Hakafla the tenai lo havigita. Even if he did double, it wouldn't be good. Why? Where do we learn all tenaim from? From the negotiations between Negad Ruven with Moshe about there being the soldiers on the front line in order to gain the East Bank. Matam tenai kodon lemaisa. Just like there, they made the condition before the result. If we cross and fight, then we get the land. And if we don't cross and fight, then we don't get the land. And here what he had to say was that if you uh, give me back the paper, then the get is uh, valid, and if not, not. And he didn't say it in that order. So even if he doubled it according to this, Rameir would not validate it. Here, he said you're divorced if you return the paper. So even if he said, and you're not divorced if you don't return the paper, it's still not good, because it fails on another point, which is the sequence. 
So Rav says, you know why this is no good? Rav Meir said that the get, the get is valid, and the author is Rav Meir, but the reason is not because it wasn't doubled. Even if it was doubled, it would be no good. It's because of the sequence. So let's just raise it again. And we're gonna, this is a, another, a, a, another uh, unfold of the same accordion. Tama de Masakotan at night. It's only you're saying that the reason is because of the sequence. Even if you put the sequence correctly, it'd be no good. Why? Where do we learn all time from? So, one of the other conditions of a tnai is that the, for it to be valid, is that the tnai has to be affecting one item and the and the and the uh, and the uh, deal, which then becomes sealed when the tonight is fulfilled, is another item. So they're going to be soldiers. That's one item, and they get the land. That's another item. Here, of um, uh, as opposed to this case where the tonight and the masa are both in the same thing, which is the paper of the get. Which means that it's not a double tonight. The sequence is no good. And the tonight is, uh, is inherently in the Maaseh, which makes it invalid also. That's the failure. So in other words, Ramir is the author. And the reason he says that Amanat, is no good because of the, uh, because of the lack of disassociation of the tonight from the Maaseh. Rashi Amar, he turns around and says, Hamani Rebihi. He says, there's a different problem here, which is uh, a different solution, which is the author here is not Rameer, it's Rebi. The, the gears here should be, Anytime you say Amanat, it's the Meachshav. So therefore, he said Amanat, that you return the get to me, it's not really understood as a condition, but rather as making it retroactive. Okay. We're going to yet revisit this in the next couple minutes. Atkin Shmuel begita the shchiv Shmuel made a takana that whenever a shchiv is giving a get, he has to say imlomati lo yeheget, imlomati yeheget to double it over. Like her mayor, say if I don't die, this is not a get. If I do die, it is a get. Ah, v'leima imati yeheget, v'imlomati lo yeheget. But why doesn't he say it the other way? If I do die, which is the reason he's giving the get, because he thinks he's going to die. If I do die, it's a get, and if I don't die, it's not a get. And that way, by the way, it's both doubled, and the two items are separated from each other, his death and the get, and it has the tonight before the Misa. The answer is, A person doesn't want to open up, and the first thing he says is about his own death. So why doesn't he then say, it will not be a get if I don't die, and it will be a get if I do die. So the answer is, by like we said, the tonight has to come first. So Matkifla Rava, Rava then raises another objection, because there's yet another component of Tanayim, one that we ignored. Where do we learn all Tanayim from? In the Tanayim Ruvain, the first thing they said was, if we cross over and fight, then we get the land, and if we don't cross over, then we don't get the land. So you have to start with the positive and the confirmation. As opposed to this case where he first said, if I don't die, it's not a get. And then if I do die, it is a get. But of course, you don't want to start out by saying, if I do die, because you don't want to talk that way. So what's the solution? So 
So you say A, B, A. You start out with, if I don't die, it's not a get, because you don't want to start off by talking badly and saying, invoking a bad a curse on yourself, as it were. Then you say, if I die, it's a get. And then if I don't die, it's not, it's not a get. So that at least the sequence is good if we ignore the first statement. So you first start out by saying, um, if I don't die, it won't be a get. So you don't want to start out with the, to, to start out with my not dying. And then you say, if I do die, it's a get. If I don't die, it's not a get. So that it follows the hen kodam alav. And then that's the way that it should probably be stated. Either way, though, we have come to the solution that the author of that Baraita, who said that, that if you return, that the get is valid if you return the get to me, we said is not Rishimah Gamliel, because Rishimah Gamliel did not necessarily extend the ability to pay instead of give back the object uh, in a situation where the object is still around, but rather it's either Rebbe, who says Almanat should not be understood as a condition, but rather as retroactivity, or it's Rameyer who says that there's simply a failure in the Tanai here, and therefore the Tanai is ignored. Okay, we'll pause at this point and pick it up in Mirzash in the next podcast. We will complete our study of the seventh parak of Hashem um, when we pick up on Daf Ayin Hey Amud Bet. Everyone should have a wonderful day.